0: Let's join together and let's pray. Father God, we've been celebrating these last days, the coming of Jesus among us. Lord, we thank you for Jesus, the Word made flesh. Your very mind and will and your way of life made tangible to us in the form of a man. Father God, we want to pay attention more than ever to your word. We want it to be imbibed by us. We want to, to dwell on it, to take it in, that your word might be made flesh again in some ways through and in us. Come by your spirit, speak to us, and let your words live today. Amen. Amen. Some of you in over the last few months were brave enough to sign up for uh, a thing that we're doing in church some of us to, to try and read the Bible in a year so there's a, a planner that we put together for that and printed up um, a number of you signed up in the vestibule to, to let us know that you were trying to do that um, by the way I've put some new copy this seems like a good time to be thinking about that um, New Year's resolutions and 2010 only a few days away. If you'd be interested in trying that, uh, maybe you've never done it before, uh, reading your way through the Bible throughout 2010, then there are fresh copies of that that outline out in the vestibule and a, a sheet where you could add your name if you wish. Uh, please do that if you like. Whenever we talked about that over the summertime and began to do it, I took the opportunity to to get back on track with that myself. It's something that I've done a few times over the years, but, but not for a few years uh, recently. I don't mind telling you, I don't manage to do it every day. Uh, for some of you who have been uh, able to do that absolutely every day, uh, well done. I, because I've, I've read through the Bible a number of times, um, I don't worry too much if I miss a day. I just continue to read uh, when and where I get the chance. But I, I've had a really encouraging time reading some of the Old Testament prophets. Those passages we read earlier are a sample of some uh, of, of what really caught my eye um, in my reading uh, just over the last few months. And I thought I'd take a, a moment with you this morning to dwell on these things. I thought it was quite a good time to, to think together about, about who we are as a church and what our short-term future might look like what should we expect in 2010? And these prophetic passages uh, I found uh, very challenging uh, on both counts. So, let's, let's have a quick look at them this morning. Um, if you begin with me in Zechariah 8, the first of those passages, page 954, we're not going to study these passages in any great detail. Um, prophetic visions in the Old Testament can sometimes be a little bit hard to to work out exactly what's meant by exactly every aspect of the image. And we're not going to try and do that today. It's going to be a bit more of a a broad brush experience. Zechariah's writing, uh, just after the people of Israel, God's people, have been in exile, they disobeyed God, not just once or twice, but repeatedly for generations uh, particularly during the, the period when, when they had kings uh, on their throne. So, eventually, they were dragged off into exile. Jerusalem, the city that they love, was destroyed. The temple, the very focal point of their life with God, uh, was, was lying in ruins. So, things were pretty much at an all-time low for God's people Israel. That's the context in which Zechariah is writing. And it's in this context that he gets these visions from God of a different kind of future, something entirely different. He talks in in these glowing terms about what God has planned for his people. Uh, And that's what we read this morning. Let me read verses 1 to 5 for you again. Again, the word of the Lord Almighty came to me. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I'm very jealous for Zion. I'm burning with jealousy for her. This is what the Lord says. I will return to Zion and dwell in Jerusalem. Then Jerusalem will be called the city of truth and the mountain of the Lord Almighty will be called the holy mountain. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Once again, men and women of ripe old age will sit in the streets of Jerusalem each with cane in hand because of his age. The city streets will be filled with boys and girls playing there. Isn't that brilliant? The city that's been destroyed, the promises that God will return. He comes not to visit, but to dwell to live there. And the tangible signs of this this presence of God and blessing, the elderly entirely safe and secure in public places. Children safe to play on the streets. Not worried about traffic or pedophiles. Imagine living in a city like that. Wouldn't that be great? Those tangible images that Zechariah gives us of life in this city that knows God's blessing are, are really only two that he's chosen to highlight. They seem to me that they're just a couple of the outcomes that we would hope to see when the kingdom of God is demonstrated in any particular community. Here at Kirkpatrick in these last months, just over a year really, we've been pursuing a, a process, a Tear Fund Church Community and Change process, where we've been learning together about a renewal of this church that under God would lead to a renewal of this neighborhood, a place where the kingdom of God might be demonstrated. And just recently, we've been engaged in a a listening process where we've been trying to work out what things are broken in this community, what areas God might be calling us to get involved, to bring that healing and renewal. We've looked beyond children and young people. I've got a sheet in front of me here to remind me of the six areas that we're researching in some detail just now. Six questions we've put ourselves to try and consider. How do we improve the lives of older, isolated people living in the local area? How do we enable parents to parent more effectively? How do we strengthen our links with the Oak Centre in order to improve the lives of people in Clarawood, the housing estate in our parish? How do we help Ballyhackamore to become a more thriving community? How can we be peace builders in our community? And how can we engage non-church young people in their 20s and 30s? The whole purpose of trying to answer these questions and, and of running a church community and change process is to see the kingdom of God demonstrated more and more in this place. It's to see a Zechariah 8 kind of a vision uh, become a reality here in this parish. That's what Kirkpatrick Memorial is all about at this moment in time. That's what 2010 holds for us. Further learning uh, of the mission of God in this immediate neighborhood That we might begin to be more involved in it. Folks, have a look down to the end of that chapter, Zechariah 8, the last few verses, and let's notice what happens whenever God's people live like this, whenever they allow God to use them as a vehicle for His blessing. Many peoples and the inhabitants of many cities will yet come, and the inhabitants of one city will go to another and say, Let us go at once to entreat the Lord and seek the Lord Almighty. I myself am going. And many peoples and powerful nations will come to Jerusalem to seek the Lord Almighty and to entreat him. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In those days, ten men from all languages and nations will take firm hold of one Jew by the hem of his robe and say, let us go with you. Because we've heard that God is with you. Isn't that amazing? When we start to live the kind of lives that God calls us to, and when we start to live them in a public way, we can expect that people will want to know our God. I don't know about you, but I have a sense that I grew up in an Ulster where unchurched people, people who weren't Christians, did not want to know about God. The the Christian life that was on display for them, by and large, didn't attract them. It wasn't something that raised their curiosity or their anticipation. But here we have an image of a way of life where where those who don't yet know God come to God's people and they beg. to to be introduced to God. Whenever people get a glimpse of the kingdom of God truly lived out among them, they long to be introduced to the king. Folks, that's not an Old Testament idea or something that's limited to a, a vision that Zechariah had. It's exactly what Jesus said. It's how he said our outreach should look. He said, Let your light shine before men so that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Let people who don't know the Father see how you live, and then they'll want to know the Father. Zechariah tells us of a new kind of a city, a place where God's blessing is evident and draws people to come and to know that God. Folks, I believe that our church, this bunch of people gathered here today, you and I and our children, we're the people through whom this can happen here in Ballyhackamore. We can be a vehicle for the transformation of this part of East Belfast. We can be the welcome party For those who who long to come and know God. I got a greater sense of the church's role in all this when I I read uh, from Ezekiel. So if you flick back with me to page 880, Ezekiel chapter 47. the vision there tells of a river flowing from the temple i can't tell you what all the imagery means i haven't taken the time to to try and discern it all it's this river that caught my eye it's a river that gets deeper and deeper and deeper and wider and wider and wider It's a river of blessing and of life. Trees grow on its banks. All sorts of living creatures flourish wherever this river flows. Fish in abundance. Fishermen overemployed where this river flows. Fruit trees so, so well nourished by this river that they yield a monthly crop. Folks, there's nothing literal at all about that vision. But it gives us a wonderful and a mind-blowing picture of the blessing, the abundance, the life that God wants to bring to his people. Notice where it all comes from. What's the source of this river? It all comes from the temple, the household of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ this morning, we are the temple of God in this part of the world. This community and all other true communities of followers of Jesus Christ. We're, we're temples, the, the place where God is present most clearly and evidently in the world. That's what Paul says in his letters. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? So it's this gathering. It's, it's you and it's me and it's our kids. Our life with God is to overflow from here, as a river into our community, a river that gets deeper and deeper and wider and wider, bringing blessing to more and to more and to more people. Folks, it's wonderful to see those moments when we're already doing this, whenever we put on a a Christmas carol service and invite people from our neighborhood to come and to join us for the service and the mince pie reception afterwards, they're seeing just a glimpse of the welcome of the kingdom of God. If you were here at that carol service on Wednesday night of last week, you'll have been astonished as I was at the the congregation, half of those people it felt like I'd never seen before. Nearly 200 people, I'm guessing, came in here that we don't know and they felt the welcome of God's people and the blessing. That was a wonderful moment. Whenever we welcome kids into our BB and our GB and our CE, our our YF and our X Factor and converse activities, then we welcome them again to a place where they know the blessing of God's people. Whenever we host older people at the the Friendship Club, at the Golden Years Summer Club, then again the church is, is pouring out blessing. Folks, we're only beginning in this, and I don't know what exactly 2010 will hold, but I'm excited As our church community and change process comes to to fruition, as we see new things that God calls us to do, I I don't know what they're going to be. Is it going to be a parenting class for our community to help struggling parents or or single parents cope uh, with that particular responsibility? Is it going to be a lunch club for pensioners? people who sit at home for the the very great majority of their lives to welcome them to a place where they can can know friendship and fellowship together will it be sticking on some world cup games on a big screen so that we can enjoy the company of some of our ethnic minority friends northern ireland aren't at the world cup so we'll have to invite some people in who are I think Slovakia and Slovenia might be there. And we know some of these guys. They come to our parents and toddlers. What about welcoming more and more people into our our church life, our community choir, when it sings again at Easter time? Our marathon relay teams, they don't have to be just for us. Anybody who wants to be a part of something could be part of that. What about opening the doors of our, our church building on a more regular basis to allow people to come and, and find a quiet place to, to contemplate God and His presence in their lives? Folks, I don't know. I don't know what things God is going to call us to. But I'm excited. I'm excited with the prospect of the the, the stream that's flowing out from here, becoming a river. A a river that's growing deeper and deeper and wider and wider as more and more of God's blessing flows from this place into dry and parched ground around. Do you believe that the ground is dry and parched? It is. I was able to offer you an insight into the real life behind the doors of many houses in our parish you'd know that the ground is dry and parched that the river of life needs to flow when I was growing up we had a garden shed at the back of our garden that had a a small roof on it um, that drained not into a, a proper underground gutter, but you've maybe seen this before. It drained into a barrel. Um, so, I guess the theory is that the water flows and in between the times of rain, the water evaporates and, and the barrel contains the water. I remember, well, the kind of kid that I was, I played in and with everything I could get my hands on. So I remember once or twice being in that barrel. If you've ever even dipped your finger in one of those barrels, they're, they're absolutely foul because they're stagnant water. The water gathers and sits in there and never flows. Folks, it seems to me that at Kirkpatrick Memorial, we we're at a bit of a crossroads in our life just now. We're a community that has received uh, an experience of God's blessing that, that not many churches in our part of the world get to experience. God has poured and poured and poured His blessing on us. But it seems to me that we're now at a point of decision, a crossroads. We either keep all of that blessing to ourselves. We're like a barrel where water only ever flows into it and run the risk of becoming stagnant and stinky and foul. A place where everything that is currently life-giving and joyful to us uh, will become, I don't know, heavy and, 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 and bitter. Or else we can say to ourselves that this blessing that God has given us is something that we are only caretakers of, something that we are given so that we can pass it on. God pours out his blessings on us so that we might be a source of blessing for all others. Folks, I think that's where we stand at the end of 2009 as we look into 2010 and beyond? A community that could be wonderfully a river of life into this community. What's it going to be? Stagnant and stale or fragrant and fresh and life-giving? my prayer is that the the visions we have read in, in Zechariah and in Ezekiel will be visions that increasingly make sense of and describe our shared life together. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for sending Jesus. We thank you for all the ways in which we are knowing the blessings that you give to us these days in this church. Lord, help us only ever to live the life that you call us to, to learn to be this this river of life for the community around us. Lord, help us to be channels conduits of your goodness and grace. Lord, where we don't know how to do this, teach us. Where we don't yet have the vision for it, birth it in us. Lord, make us a river of life in this place. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.